what is up everyone welcome to the gridiron fantasy football podcast for tuesday october 19th 2021 and i am chip i'm your host and thank you so much for listening today if you're a new listener thank you so much for joining us as well if you'd like to share our podcast you can find us over on apple and google Podcasts, spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, amazon music and pandora you can also watch us over on youtube at gridiron fantasy football but unfortunately the last couple weeks i've been dealing with some production issues with the my videos and all that stuff and um for some reason i'm not able to upload and things are not working out that way but the audio version of it is working so i mean obviously you're listening to it right so you know it's working but um i'm gonna try to get that figured out as much as i can and then hopefully get back on youtube in week seven um for the waiver wire show next week but uh as of right now um we got the podcast so today we're talking about all the top waiver wire pickups for week seven we got a lot of bye weeks to deal with i mean I did not realize how many teams were on a bye. We got Dallas, we got Minnesota, Buffalo, Jacksonville, uh, LA Chargers, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers. So a lot of key fantasy players are out for week seven, which is going to make for a hellish week seven with just the, just I can't imagine scoring be very good overall because of all the studs that are going to be on a bye. Um, but that's why these shows are done to kind of figure out, kind of put a, you know, hopefully some type of bandaid on your roster so you can uh, hopefully win. But definitely expect a low scoring um, outing. I can't imagine you're playing against somebody with a full roster right now. Um, if you are, what players do you have that you don't have main guys on a buy? But uh, before we get into the main waiver wide pickups, let's talk about some news. Not a lot of news that uh, that needs to be shared. But talking about Dak Prescott, I had mentioned Dak Prescott yesterday, and. He is dealing with the calf strain. Um, they're optimistic. The Cowboys are optimistic that he'll be able to um, play after the week seven bye, which is a good thing because if he, if they had to play this week on Sunday, there's I don't think he could have played or he would have been very limited or he wouldn't have practiced all week and then been living and then risking re-injury or further injury. So it's good that the bye week came right at the right time. Um, and then the Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas um, he's still a couple weeks away, so it looks like he will not be activated off of the PUP list just yet. Um, but it seems like he's still got a couple more weeks to go. And then lastly, uh, Jerry Judy of the Denver Broncos. Um, they designated him to return, so they have three weeks to activate him off the off the off the IR. And so the coach came out today saying that he is less than fifty percent likely to play, which you know is good if you are a Noah Fant or Cortland Sutton um, owner because you have one more game at least with a target share, and they play the Browns on Thursday night. Um, so it's going to be interesting how that game plays out. But that is the, ma- the main news right now um, as of the record of this podcast. But um, let's talk about some of this, this Monday night game, man. Monday night was crazy. Um, the Titans beat the Buffalo Bills uh, 34-31, and I, I'm still kind of shocked on the Bills going for it on fourth down. Um, Josh Allen looked like he had a first down when he had leaped for the first down marker. They called him half a, uh, half a yard short. And then rather than going for the field goal to tie it, they went for the win. And when you have a quarterback like Josh Allen, I mean, the chances that he will get that QB sneaking and convert that first down are very likely. Unfortunately, he lost his footing, unable to get the first down. So they, they had lost um, that game. But, you know, you play to win the game, right? This is what the Herm Edwards has said. You play to win the game. Um, but... With that being the case, some good news for me. I won my second week in a row on a little bit of a winning streak, scored over 200 points uh, two weeks in a row. 
So really encouraging. But then now I have a really bad week seven. I got Josh Allen, uh, Stephon Diggs, Mike Williams, um, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Dalvin Cook. I got all my my main guys on on by. And the funny thing is my opponent this week has CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, um, Najee Harris. He has a bunch of guys on bye week. So we're going to have an ugly, ugly week seven game. So hopefully I can make it a three game, three game winning streak, but I'm not looking, it's not, I'm not feeling optimistic about just because of the, just my depth. I'll be playing. I'll have to play Zach Wilson, Michael Carter, Javante Williams, uh, Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant. That is going to be my, oh, and Mac Jones. So that that's going to be an ugly, <clears throat> I, I don't know if I'll even hit a hundred points this week, but we will see. Um, the good thing is he has, a, his team has some, some, some holes too. So, uh, so let's talk about, um, so some, let's go to the waiver wires. Okay. So let's figure out who we, who we can play in week seven. Um, and let's start off with the quarterback position. I think that this was interesting to me because generally when, when teams have a, a London game, the Dolphins and Jags played in London in week six, it generally follows a buy them with a bye week. And the interesting thing is, is that the Jazz got the bye week, but the Dolphins did not. So when I was doing the looking at players, I was like, "Well, Tua, you know, Tua is a guy that you could pick up. He's off of injury and all that stuff." And then it's like, "Wait, but he has a he has a bye week. Why would you, you know, why would I tell my my audience to pick up Tua when he, he's he's not gonna be able to use?" And then I looked and they played Atlanta. I was like, "Oh, okay." So um, I think Tua has a, a a good matchup this week. So starting off with with that is Tua is a good pickup. Um, I think if you're streaming, because we have a bunch of guys on bye week, I think he's a good streamer. Um, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where, uh, you know, he, he threw for over 300 yards. He had two touchdowns and he gave you some yardage on the ground. Um, but the thing is, like I said, he plays, he plays the Atlanta Falcons. They give up, they give up some of the most uh, points to the quarterback position. So I think that, that Tua is uh, definitely a good add here. Um, Tua, you know, just overall, he's like 20, 21% owned. So I think that he will be available. Uh, my next guy is Jameis Winston. Uh, this guy is 30% owned. Um, and I think the good thing about Jameis Winston is that they play the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night. Um, Seahawks have a very bad pass defense and Jameis Winston, you know, his last game, he tore up the Washington football team. Um, so I think that this is definitely a plus matchup for him. I think that, uh, that if you play him, you know, what side of the coin are we gonna get with James Smith? Are we gonna get the five touchdown, uh, three interception James Smith? Are we gonna get the one touchdown, three interception uh, James Winston? So it'll be interesting to find to see, but I think that he could be streamed this week. Um, and I th- quarterback was I think that's about it. I don't see any other guys that are, are really worth uh, picking up this week, um, just because it's just those those seem to be the guys that are the best streamers right now. Um. Now going to the run, running back position, <clears throat> obviously the main pickup this week for running backs has to be Darius Johnson. He's only two percent owned. If you have to add anybody this week, this is the guy to add. Um, obviously with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb dealing with calf injuries, it does not seem like um, uh, Chubb is going to be ready to play for Week Seven because they play in a week. They week they play on Thursday night. Um, so. With that being the case, Darius Johnson will get the bulk of the carries. Now, another name that you have to think about is Demetric Felton. He is the backup running back as of right now. So my guess is Darius Johnson will be the, the Nick Chubb role, and then Felton will be the Kareem Hunt role. So 
it's going to be very volatile because you have no idea what this is going to look like in the full game. But I think it's something to he's, – he's someone to roster going forward only because, you know, obviously Kareem Hunt's out and then Nick Chubb's out. We don't know how much longer Nick Chubb is, but we know that Kareem Hunt's going to miss a few weeks. So um, I think that these are two guys that you could get on your roster. Obviously, the Ernest Johnson's going to be the guy that you're going to have to pay the most fab for. But he's definitely worth the add. Also think uh, Ramadre Stevenson, the running back, the rookie running back for the uh, Patriots. He's also another guy I think is a good pickup. Um, he had he rushed five times for 23 yards and a touchdown, um, and then he gave you 39 yards through the air. So we know that Damian Harris is dealing with an injury, so I think this is a guy that you can pick up. I have on my roster. I had picked him up over the, like a couple weeks ago, um, but I have to make this call on. I got a couple guys on IR that could be activated, so I got to kind of make some roster, roster moves. But um, he's a guy that, you know, if he has a good game, flawless game, he's going to be in the game. If he has any type of block assignment, that's an error, or he has a fumble, he gets in the doghouse. So he's definitely volatile. Damian uh, Damian Harris is really the only guy that's the safest running back. But um, I think Ramadre Stevenson is a guy that you could add. And a, a a few other guys that you can add too. I think obviously Kenyon Drake, you can add him. He had the best game as a Raider, but I just I just see it being very volatile. I don't know how much they're gonna. We don't know how much Josh Jacobs is still dealing with the uh, dealing with the toe injury. So Kenyon Drake is, I guess, playable, but I I don't know if I want to trust that. Um, he's definitely he's definitely owned and he's in what owned in fifty six fifty six percent of leagues. So like he's definitely going to be a guy that may not be there, but I do think that he could be warranted. Another another running back that you can think about if. Um, uh, Alex Collins is dealing with an injury still uh, is DJ Dallas. I think DJ Dallas with, with Alex Collins being banged up, Chris Carson banged up. I think that DJ Dallas will be the starter for the Seahawks in, on Monday night. Um, if Alex, Alex Collins is inactive and then maybe Rashad Penny may be active. So just a couple names to deal with there. And then JD McKissick, uh, JD McKissick is a guy that obviously will take uh, the role of starting running back. If Antonio Gibson cannot go, um, he obviously is uh, dealing with a lot of um, uh, lower leg injuries. Antonio Gibson is so JD McKissick uh, will be a must start if if he's out. So uh, see if he's available. He's probably not available in a lot of leagues. Um, it looks like uh, he's a guy that that should be on. He should be roster. I, if he's on the free agency, you should pick him up as soon as you can. Um, and other running backs, nah, there's not really anybody else I would really consider a must add. Um, so I think Darius Johnson, Demetrius Felton, Rodmondre Stevenson, and um, JD McKissick are the guys I would make my make my uh, make my like they'll be the ones I want to add. Um, and moving to wide receiver, uh, you know, honestly, not really a lot of guys that that I would consider like must adds. I think that I talked about Rashad Bateman couple weeks ago on put him like trying to pin, put him on your IR. I tried doing that, but I had to make some moves because I was I was dealing with a lot of bye weeks in week six. So I had dropped him. But he had, you know, he had six targets uh on Sunday. He had four catches for 29 yards. So obviously that's that's good. That's good involvement for his first game. So definitely an add. I don't know if you can I would I wouldn't start him. I just would add him just in case he gets more involved and he's starting to get healthier and healthier and healthier. So I think that would be a good add just you know for future reference. Um, and then if Darnell Mooney's out there, I think Darnell Mooney's a good add here as well. Um, he had another touchdown. 
Um, he's a guy that that he's one of those players that keeps on getting dropped and added, dropped and added when he has a good game. So uh, Darnell Mooney's a, d- a good name there. Um, and uh, Amandra St. Brown, the wide receiver for the Lions, he's another guy that could be added. Um, he's he's dealing he has, he's having so far as a twenty two percent target share, and he's leading the the Lions in in stats with receiving yards and receptions. Um, and so it looks like uh, was a Quantez Cephas he's out with the injury, so obviously makes St. Brown's uh, target share stay pretty consistent. Uh, you know, he's really only really face, dealing with a TJ Hawkinson time, you know, target share and then D- John Day Swift and Jamal Williams, but he's been gaining a lot of the target share, at least over 20%. <clears throat> so I think he's a guy that could be a decent ad. And then I say as every week, Tim Patrick's a good ad. Tim Patrick has um, been very consistent. His numbers are, you know, not booming, but he scored another touchdown. So you have to at least uh, stash him. Um, and I think a few games, I mean, there's Michael Gallup there. Michael Gallup, he's been on IR, so he could be a guy that you could add and stash on your IR and see what he does when he's available. But that's a very crowded, crowded um, offense. So I'm not really sure I would add him, but I'm not really sure that he's a guy that I would really want to to just, there could be better options out there. Like, um, obviously, like in that offense, he's going to get, he's going to be the, the, what, three behind, you know, you got obviously CeeDee Lamb and, uh, Amari Cooper, then Gal becomes the third, and then Zeke's the fourth. So I don't know. I, I just don't think that I would um I want to see before I add him, I want to see what happens. Um, this is my perspective. Uh AJ Green had another good game. So I think AJ Green's another guy that you could add. Um, but anyone anyone else, I think uh Paris Campbell, I think, is dealing with a foot injury, so he's gonna be out sometime. So I think if Zach Pascal's available, I think Zach Pascal's a guy that you can add as well. Um and yeah, that's uh that's about it um for the wide receiver position. Now when it comes to tight end, uh I think that the must add here is Ricky Seals Jones. We saw what he did with Logan Thomas being out and out for, you know, a couple of weeks because of a hamstring injury. Um he he played he played uh majority of the game, majority of the snaps. Um he had four catches for fifty eight yards um and a touchdown. And so Ricky Seals Jones. I mean, this could be a guy that you can add to kind of get you through your bye week and get you some quality starts before Logan Thomas comes back. Um, you could go, you can do worse, right? So um, I think he's a guy that you can add. And then, uh, then you can also, if if he's out there, uh, CJ Azuma. He's the he's the uh, the tight end for the Bengals. Um, you know, he scored another touchdown, so he's had three touchdowns. What in the last what two games or three games? What it is? So. He's being targeted, which is good. Um, he's what running routes on about seventy percent of the routes. So I think, or somebody started the snaps. So I think that that's that's good news, right? That's something that could could be a good add as well. Um, another couple guys, honorable mention. Um, you know, you have Dan Arnold. You know, he's the Jags tight end. OJ Howard. You know, he had a good game on Thursday night. Now, if Gronk is back, then obviously that's a mute point. So. Um, a few guys here and there that you can add, but nothing I can really uh, see as a must add other than Ricky Seals Jones. And then now lastly going with the defense. Um, obviously I think the Patriots are a must add, a must play this week. Um, I think that with the Patriots playing the Jets, obviously playing a rookie quarterback, you know, they made him Zach Wilson throw four interceptions. So 
hopefully it's a better game for Zach Wilson only because I have to play Zach Wilson uh, based on Josh Allen being on a bye week. <clears throat> but I think that it's one of those things where you have to play them. I think you can play the Saints. The Saints are playing the Seahawks. Um, you saw what the Steelers did. They didn't have, they didn't have like a, a, a massive game against the Seahawks, but they got you some positive points, which is good. So I think you can stream the Saints defense. Um, and then if you want if you want to take a chance on the Packers defense, um, then go for it. But I think the main defense this week is going to be, um, I want to say the Rams play. I think the Rams play the, the Lions this week, if I'm not mistaken. And so that's going to be, obviously the Rams defense is already taken off, you know, off waivers, but um, that's going to be really bad matchup for the, the Lions. So um, anyway, so those are my top waiver wire pickups for week seven. Um, you know, if you have any questions, you can always uh, message me on Instagram at Gridiron Fantasy Football. And if you want to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, we're at the Gridiron Pod. But I hope you guys are able to win in week six. And I hope that uh, you can get the players that you need for week seven because of all the buys. We've got a lot of guys out. <clears throat> and also always look at who gets dropped after waivers are cleared. Um, like I had told you, I had picked up Kyle Pitts in one of my leagues a couple of weeks ago before he had his breakout game um, when they're in London. So I think that, um, you know, it's definitely something you have to look at because there's going to be guys who drop better players than the ones that they're adding. So always look, if you miss out on guys, don't panic, look at the waiver, see who gets dropped and then pick up those guys. So that's it for today. I'll be back on Thursday when I do my, my week weekly uh, starts and sits um, for, for week seven. So uh, hit subscribe so you don't miss that. And I hope you have a good rest of the week and we'll see you on Thursday.